Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Poker Club 805 Podcast. It's been a little while, but I'm here to entertain people who are sitting on their ass at home in quarantine. Uh, and this is, uh, I believe, episode 21, and uh, since I got nothing better to do, I decided to call all my friends and uh, just fuck with them, shoot the shit, and you know, touch base with old folks and you know, have some fun with this and just talk shit. And on the line, I got my buddy John Noto out in New York City. What's up, brother? How's it going, man? Same yeah. old situation like the rest of the country. I know. It's, now it's like fucking global. We're all sitting on our asses getting paid, probably. And uh, Well, yeah, if you're lucky, you're getting paid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually had to go into work yesterday to go take care of... Uh, our, our military we had, they had to you know they got to get their stuff so we're kind of essential in yeah a way. but that's very very important well over here in california south of california it's pretty nice out for now i think the rain's coming how's it looking over there all right it's actually like uh it's pretty mild it's like in the 50s it's sunny we had like a 75 degrees yesterday for oh, spring shit. it's just gonna get yeah it's gonna get a little bit chillier it's just just up and down like the way it usually is in New York. Sometimes right. you'll get that 20, 30 degree fluctuation from one day to the next. So. I, I tell people out here, I'm like, man, when when it hits like 60 degrees in New York, we're like, fucking break out the shorts. <laughs> and yeah, here, exactly. In the oh, 70s, people like, they want to wear fucking like full like coats and all that shit. They're freezing at 70 degrees. I'm like, Fuck. oh yeah, like 70 <laughs> degrees, they still got the scarf on. Yeah, there's something about being on the East Coast then. I mean, like New York City, we have like, if you think about it, we have a hundred degree fluctuation in weather between summer and winter. Yeah. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think my my wife was telling me, she was like, what's a blizzard? <laughs> like her whole family wanted oh, to know like, what a fucking blizzard. I'm like, it's fucking <laughs> bleeding fucking yeah. cold when you got to like walk backwards. A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll get that cold where you're just like, what's that? It's, if it's like a headwind, you're just like turning your back. And you're uh-huh. like, Holy shit. <laughs> you're just fucking ducking over. Fucking experts in that shit. your knees. Yeah. Uh-huh. You almost go into a fetal position. Shit. I remember. You don't have it as bad as Chicago, but. Uh, well, I remember uh, still, I mean, I left New York in 2005. But the last uh, winter we had, I believe, was another blizzard. We actually had the snow days. And I was in Jersey, so the, the path trains shut down. But I remember I was at this restaurant job. And it was walking distance, but it, it was a little bit of a troop. But it was still kind of walking distance. But, man, I, and I had my long hair back then. And I would have that, like, that big icicle that was, like, you know, in a ponytail. And it was just, like, crunch, crunch, <laughs> frozen. Yeah. <laughs> shit, I could fucking whip people with that and just knock them out. Yeah, like now, like this this winter we only had like snow once. All these kids have been complaining. Really? Like, oh, we haven't had any school school snow days. And it's like now they've been on for like two weeks. So they plan on opening the schools like April 20th, if that ever happens. Yeah, we'll see. Because right now, fucking parents, parents out here, at least, and probably everywhere else, they're like, you little fucking bastards are on my face all day. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I could imagine. I was thinking about that. It's like, if you're, if you're home with your kids, I was just like, holy shit. Because, <clears throat> man, I'm sure they're just putting them in front of the iPad and 
be like, all right, man, fling some cereal into their mouth and <laughs> shut up and go play a game or something, you know? Well, they're starting the uh, kind of like the homeschooling or online teaching now. They're kind of implementing some of that out here. I mean, most of my son's Yeah, they're handing work, out like iPads. Yeah, most of his schoolwork is online. Excuse me, and uh, so he can't really escape. <laughs> but you know, then again, you know, you can just you know sit in your drawers. <laughs> you know, you know, you wear your pajamas all day, like me, because it's like fucking what two forty in the afternoon. And I'm still wearing my fucking pajamas because I can. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's probably a lot of people. I'm, I'm sure if they if they probably checked. Um, Municipal levels of water usage, I'm sure, shit dropped because right. nobody's getting up. They don't have a regular routine. They don't have to go to work. They're probably just working from home. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that statistic as uh, uh, after the, the Super Bowl is over, right. there's like this huge, like there's this huge like increase in in water usage because everybody goes to use the bathroom. <laughs> flushes at the same time. They, they've actually, they've actually noticed that. Like as soon as the game is over, you know they're having their Super Bowl parties. They're eating, uh-huh. they're drinking. They're holding, <laughs> they're holding in their piss because sometimes the commercials are better than the game, so they right. don't go during the commercials. Halftime. And then it's like after the game is over, it's like this huge, like mass flushing across the country. <laughs> 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 that, yeah, I, I never looked at that that way. I was like, "All right, cool." Well, over here, yeah. When I heard that, I'm like, "Yeah, that's that's pretty true." Yeah, uh-huh. um, the uh, one of the towns over here, over at Grande, um, fucking lost power. They have a power outage because, and they basically had a surge because more people were home during the day, and. uh it just yeah overloaded fucking circuits apparently. So everybody's just home either. And it was. This one of those days where everybody's using AC, or is it even that hot? No, it's not even that hot. It's you know it's oh, kind of okay. in in a way it's our our winter. It's supposed to be the rainy okay. season, so but it's uh, yeah we get more rain, but barely. But it does uh, you know the temperature does drop. It's kind of like hoodie weather. All year round, almost. Yeah. And then you have your days when it's like really nice, or it's chilly in the morning, hot during the day, early afternoon, then evening, it kind of cools back down. But um, either way, it's just like everybody's home. And and just recently, like last night, we were hearing that people are now uh, calling in to the police departments, ratting out neighbors. And tell them like, oh, people are outside. They're fucking walking their dogs, or they're outside with their kids. And I'm like, well, you can't really expect people to fucking like, you know, only stay home. You know, I mean, life has to still. They're like, happen. they're actually like that petty yeah. about it. I mean, oh yeah, it's it's a shelter in place. They say you can't go out for like solitary exercise. They just don't want people like getting together and like running in groups. Right. Giving each other sweaty hugs, and high fives. <laughs> Meeting at the coffee shop. Yeah, you could still go out. I mean, it, it's you, you know it's serious when when a Starbucks closes. Oh yeah, that's like ours down the street. That's like you don't you don't see anybody over there. I'm like, fuck, what yeah. are you gonna do? 
the, most of the drive-throughs like, are open. Yeah, like like unless unless it's the Starbucks that sells actual food, like they got you know dry mm-hmm. food and scones and muffins, those will stay open. But the ones that just serve coffee, they they're not opening. And yeah. uh, and then uh, I I I heard too that they're also they're also closing down the the airports. Mm. So you know my job that you know relies on relies on delivery. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what's what's going to happen with that. Uh-huh. Well, I think, uh, well, from what I know, uh, it's all about the, the, there's the essential, um, companies, you know, like, um, and air, air stuff, uh, transportation, UPS, FedEx, um, all the DLT stuff, all the truckers. I mean, they've, they've have to rely on the truck drivers to get shit back and forth. You know, we're, 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 we need like free fuel and food and, fucking toilet paper <laughs> that right there yeah. has been like what the fuck is all about toilet paper who's more concerned about shitting <laughs> well that you know? that's the thing like that that kind of baffled me I was yeah like why is, why is everybody like stockpiling toilet paper i'm like you can't um you know like like what what is it and then and then basically uh i found out there was some article one of my friends was telling me is that there's pretty much no substitute for toilet paper. Hmm. So that's that's why people people are hoarding it. I mean, I mean, if it even gets down to like Walking Dead levels, worst comes to worst, I'll, I'll take my old bed sheets and cut them into squares <laughs> and wipe up if I need to. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really really think it's that serious. I actually saw a meme. There was a guy. He was he was visiting his doctor, and and it said, "Okay, uh, your your coronavirus test came out positive. Mm-hmm. You know, you tested positive for coronavirus." And then his answer was like, "That that's gotta be that's gotta be wrong, because I have like three hundred rolls of toilet paper." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like, where's the fucking so, connection? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like everybody's stacking up on toilet paper. I'm like. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? It's, it's like the wipes, the sanitizer, like, all the Lysol, all that. My fucking wife went yeah. to fucking Walmart over here and like basically practically got bum rushed by the fucking assistant manager and other fucking tellers because she had like five things in her bag in her in her cart and, and these were like you know, uh, like two two rolls of, of paper towels and a couple of days of like Lysol, a thing of wipes. It was like nothing major, but the thing was that she found them like in different parts of the store, like stashed. So you know, uh-huh. it wasn't with like the you know the the bathroom stuff. It was like I found fucking this thing in like the hardware aisle. I found this thing in like the automotive. It's like people were stashing shit, but they fucking like bum rushed her, and they were like, "What are you doing?" You can't have that. And I like, started grabbing shit, and she was just like, just threw her hands up and like, what the fuck? <laughs> just, just can I have something? And uh, like it was yesterday too. She went and you know she just went to buy fucking tampons because you know it's a woman, woman, the woman business, you know. And she had two different yeah, types. Yeah, that you know, if if you're a woman, that's more important than toilet paper. Yeah, well, she had two different types. There was like pads and like mm-hmm. tampons or whatever. They were like, you can only have one. You can't have one of each. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Well, fine. You know, <laughs> it's like, geez. 
Yeah, I'd say get some fucking, you know, paper towels and cut the roll in half. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Get like some bounty or something and just I don't, yeah. I don't I don't get it. But how I mean because you're in you're in uh, you're still in Queens? No, no, I'm in Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Okay. I've never lived in Queens. Okay, it was in Brooklyn. All right. So yeah. big big, you know, you're of course you're in a major city out there, you know, New York City. You work in the in Manhattan still? No, I do. I work in Queens. Okay. So I work in Long Island City. Either way, between Manhattan, Queens, Brooklyn, I mean, they're still big cities. How how yeah. is it out there? Like, how does it how do things look when you do get out? Oh man, it's like when you let's see, it's like I I use mass transit. You mm-hmm. got you got more and more. It it, it started it started out it started out as as the the numbers started rising mm-hmm. in cases and the news of course was all spinning the doom and gloom scenario like i didn't i didn't know how to feel about that i was just like i don't know about this you know but then but then the, the, the thing that kind of really really like flipped the switch for me it's what happened was early on yeah you had like you had like uh the Asian people, they were always wearing the mask mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, right. Even before coronavirus, some oh, yeah. of them are just, they're just sick. Right. You know, and they wear it or they have like, I guess, compromised immune systems and they wear it. Um, in essence, though, those, those surgical masks, what, what most medical experts will tell you in, in terms of protecting yourself from, mm-hmm. from getting the virus, it's a fallacy. Those, surgical masks are pretty much for just that. It's exactly, it's for the surgeons that when they're performing operations, they cover, they're hovering over people's, you know, open organs, mm-hmm. doing surgeries. They're talking to everybody else. You know, some spit may fly, they may drool, things of that nature. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's just to catch that. Right. But in terms of if, if, if this virus really is airborne, yeah. as much as they say that it could linger for three hours, that little those thing surgical masks are kind of <laughs> yeah. The surgical masks are open on the side, right. so the air the air is gonna is gonna come in. The the ones that are more effective, they're called like these uh, N95 masks. Yeah, I've been hearing about that. They're, li- they're, they're a little bit more they're a little bit more expensive. And supposedly they're more effective, but they're very, very hard to breathe from. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're now. wearing those, like, uh, yeah, it's almost like wearing those, like, uh, the altitude training masks where you limit the amount of oxygen so you can keep your lungs, you make your lungs adapt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like that. Um, but then as, as the news started progressing, more and more people started wearing masks. Right. Then you start to see. Uh, I don't know if you if you follow on Instagram, but you could always look it up, like subway subway creatures or uh, <laughs> what is what is New York? Yeah, there's subway creatures, and there's also this other one called What Is New York? Mm-hmm. And they'll they'll just post all this like crazy shit like you see in the city. Um, I'm sure all the goths and, are, are good to go. Remember, like the uh, what are they, the electro goths or something? The little raver goths that wear the masks. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like I mean, but you you start seeing you start seeing people with with just either the simple surgical masks. Mm-hmm. You got um, 
you got people that are wearing like the hazmat type suits. <laughs> um, like yeah. really, you, you know, you get some people wearing like the black, you know, BDSM. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, latex the full, yeah, the full thing with the two. You know, the gimp. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you got that. You got. Um, I mean, I even, I even saw, I even saw this, this video. Of this guy, he, he tied, he tied a, a fucking sneaker to his face. He did with what? the shoelaces. Oh. <laughs> he took, he, he took like, like where you put your foot in to the sneaker. You can get that over his mouth. <laughs> and then he took the shoelaces and he made like a loop and he tied it around his ears. So like, he's just wearing tied a shoe, it around his, smelling his foot. He's wearing a there. shoe. <laughs> He's wearing a shoe as a mask. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So then, so then you started, you started seeing more and then, and then like the, the, the weirdest kind of thing that I've seen, well, more and more people also started wearing like the latex gloves. Right. They're, they're, they're afraid of like, you know, touch and stuff. Cause supposedly it could last like two to three days on stainless steel or plastic Yeah, on surfaces. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's why they keep telling you, wash your yeah. hands, wash your hands. I mean, if you're going to breathe this shit, it's like, whatever you're fucked with mask or not. But if you're touching shit and then touching face, the last time I went to New York, um, I was only there for maybe two, like four days, three days the, the before yeah. I ended up getting sick and, I, and it was right in the trains, but I was kind of, trying to stay aware of like you know not touching my face because you know you got the rails the poles the you know all that stuff and then uh went to the museum and with the friends i was with and uh ended up at some point as soon as that like towards the end of that day i was already feeling a little odd and then that next like by the night i was like my already had the tickle in my throat I was like, oh, fuck. And then I was down for the rest of the time I was there. I was like, son of a bitch. Fucking damn museum. <laughs> but ch- chances are it probably, it probably wasn't anything. It probably wasn't anything you caught while you were in New York. It was probably the flight over. The flight? Well, I maybe. And, oh, the change of the, like, the, the temperature and all the air and all that stuff. It incubated. It incubated a little bit. Because I'm telling you, without fail, every t- every time... Every time I've been to Vegas, I get like sick when I come back for like four days a week. Well, shit, you're on a plane with that metal tube with hundreds of people breathing. No, no, air. it's usually no when uh, when I, when I've when I've gone to Vegas, I've I've pretty much gone from when I was at my brother's in uh, San Diego. So we take the drive over there. Uh-huh. It's just being in Vegas in general, the casinos, the the. The air that they pump into the casinos, because you know they they pump they pump in this air yeah. to kind of like it's the like highly air, oxygenated. Yeah. yeah, I think it's like highly oxygenated to keep people more awake and alert, <laughs> so that they don't feel tired. Are they still let then, smoke in there in the casinos? Exactly. Oh, I don't okay. I don't know because I haven't been to Vegas in, in forever. But um, also at the time, they there was smoking happening. Yeah. And then a lot of the casinos, they got they got that carpet. It's like carpeted, oh, yeah. that holds wall everything. to wall carpeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that holds everything. So you imagine people's, you know, bringing in their dirty feet, yeah. the cigarette smoke, mm-hmm. a combination of all of that. Um, it, yeah. It's pretty much it's pretty much like the stuff that um, 
you know, supervillains are probably created out of. You know, like Spider-Man gets <laughs> built by a spider, you know, gets yeah. bit by a spider, gets these superpowers. And this is something that creates, like, the supervillains, kind of like right. the Joker falling into the vat of acid. And, <laughs> I mean, the conditions are ripe to, to create something like that with mm-hmm. Vegas, at least for me. Right. Um, but uh, I noticed since, since they, they stopped, you know, smoking indoors, I become more sensitive to c- cigarette smoke. Like right. I can't, I can't even be, I can't even be behind somebody who's in front of me smoking a cigarette for like fifteen, twenty feet, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, uh, I remember blowing working, in my face. Working at CBGB um, on my nights, and oh, just man, like yeah. fucking when it, and it was still smoking then, and I just come home and just smelling a cigarette smoke and. My girlfriend at the time, she'd be like, "Ah, oh, go take a shower, take that shit off, get out of here." <laughs> I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, it's just all over you. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get take it. Clothes. Yeah. Uh, then they stopped it, and it was just like, "All right, whatever." And then you know, I was like, "Oh, that's fucking stupid." But I mean, I wasn't even a smoker, but I was like, I didn't give a shit because it was just you know that's what we were yeah. used to in the bars and clubs and stuff. But then you're like, "Wow, everything is it's like shit." Uh, I don't reek of smoke. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, there, there was there was definitely a distinctive CBGB smell. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it was it was like the, the you know the decades of spilt beer on the floor on those mm-hmm. wooden floors. Yeah, the cigarette smoke, the sweat drenched into the walls. Oh yeah, definitely. When you came out of there, there was definitely a CBGB. GB smell like the next day after you showered and cleaned up you know you washed your pits and yeah you know ladies ladies took the whore bath the pits of pussies and, and yeah. then next thing you know it's just like you smell your clothes that you wore and you're like yep this is a cbgb smell yep you go to wash them it's, like holy fuck you like that 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 waft of smell comes out of the basket and you're like fuck yeah <laughs> you don't you don't realize what it smells like until you step out of it yeah mm-hmm. but uh oh shit well speaking of cbgb man i've missed the fuck out of that place and man, I oh, spent so much time. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> so much, so much time. Like not only just working there, but um, seeing shows. And I remember I was telling uh, some folks out here, like, man, you know, we had all these fucking clubs out in uh, in New York, and the practically the day I moved, uh, I think CBGB was like one of the last places, and it ended up closing. I think that in October, mm-hmm. sometime in October of uh 2005 when i left and i was like so bummed but you know it's kind of like here too everything is closed so like for the music scene let's change topics with all the depressing shit and go into like talking music and stuff because that's the that's the more oh yeah uplifting shit um the one thing that was sad for me is like i kept hearing from my buddies out there that everything fucking closed all the clubs closed you know a lot of the bars continental CBs, for sure, yeah. Those at the bitter end, and uh, the long-standing ones closed, and and then then you had then you had like you know some new once once all that stuff started going to like Williamsburg and you know Hipsterville yeah. and things like that. Once once that started happening, you had like entrepreneurial people. You had people that were in bands. Mm-hmm. They also, I mean, you know, the smart thing to do is hey, if if. All, all of the venues are closing. 
you know, maybe you could open up your own little spot. So there was a whole bunch of like DIY places that popped up. Right. You know, um, there's, there's one place called like market hotel and it's in Bushwick and it's kind of like the stage, I think behind it or somewhere in the venue they have like, you know, there's these windows and, out that window, you can see like the J train coming across, um, <laughs> you know, but these are like, they're very, very like little small venues, so, like 250 people, you know, mm-hmm. maybe even smaller than CBGB's. But, um, right. so you had that, you had, uh, you know, a lot of them, it was, of course, Arlene's, Arlene's grocery. Is that place Arlene's still open? Basement. I don't Arlene's think so. Grocery? That yeah. I don't think so. It looked like a little yeah, bodega outside. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So they had a lot of these little, little, you know, entrepreneurial, there was this whole, this whole movement. They went, you know, to like Greenpoint and, uh, mm-hmm. Williamsburg and Bushwick, you had like these artist collectives and stuff. And, but then, then it's like little by little, I guess, like they couldn't afford to stay open or, um, you know, maybe they got, Pushing they got out. cited for like code violations mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and then you got, uh, you know, like gentrification. Like at first, you know, at first you get, right. you get the you get the gentrifiers. You, first, you get people. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like a mixed bag because you know you, you, you people move into these neighborhoods and then all of a sudden like things start start looking for the you know start getting better. Well, mm. you know, you can't really necessarily say that. It's about it's it's from a different perspective from the people that have lived there that have been, you know, lower class or mm-hmm. not as, you know, financially stable to, to move out of these neighborhoods. And all of a sudden, you know, they, they get priced out. I, you know, I could see, I could see that situation. You know, I, I see both sides of it. Um, it's like Williamsburg when uh, back in the day, it was like a dump by the dock and like, you know, Marcy Avenue. Yeah. It was, it was all like industrial closed down factories. Uh huh. Yeah. I had friends. Uh, I used to rehearse in one of these old, uh, uh, it was a sweater factory somewhere down in Williamsburg. And I mean, I used to ride, ride my bike like from Harlem all, all, the, all the way downtown, cross the Williamsburg bridge, go hang out with my buddies and like jam there. Cause it was, uh, uh, whoever bought it just kind of basically made these big lofts. It was like six hundred bucks or something, six hundred, six hundred, six fifty for like a thousand square feet, and then you know you can just a big empty canvas and people would like build all this kind of shit inside. So we had a studio, like a it was like a drum booth and a vocal booth, and we just all wore headphones and there was artists and all that stuff, and uh, but then it just seems like I don't know where it just started getting cleaned up. And people started taking over these spaces yeah. and then just making them all nicer. And then these these you know, like shops and coffee shops started popping up, and you know artist spots. And I was like, "What the fuck? This place looks like that place from Friends." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Started look like uh, cent- yeah Central Park, and then you had yeah. like, the spot like the what was that uh, the Galapagos spot that was in Williamsburg and. It was oh, kind of like the beginnings. Yeah, it was like the beginnings of like, oh yeah, these were the hipsters, you know, before they started calling them hipsters. Yeah. And now it's just like, 
I mean, I I was uh you know I was staying. I would ride that uh that train through Marcy Avenue, the J train. Was it the J? And uh, I, I would see everything like holy shit, wow! But then you know, then you got past a certain way, and then it was like back to being a little like run down. But you know, it stopped right there, Marcy Avenue. <laughs> It was like everything was yeah yeah it's usually on a block by block basis mm-hmm. yeah but, I mean uh, I mean the last time I was there it was like wow a lot of shit changed and a lot of stuff stayed the same like fucking Astor Place I'm hey. like holy shit like this was my stomping ground when I was you know in high school and I'd go down to, you know uh, St. Mark's or or uh, 8th Street and get my my fucking band t-shirts and my you know cassettes and you know records and i'm like holy shit yeah, it was unrecognizable the, holy shit Astro oh Place yeah itself. it's all it's all like glass glass yeah. skyscrapers nyu weird architecture um, like these build some of the buildings i'm like what the fuck is that <laughs> how yeah. is that standing <laughs> and just these they uh, the city the cube, bikes actually for for um a few years yeah where did where did it go yeah and it, and it, then they then they put it back. They brought it back. Okay, because I was pretty sure. I yeah, I yeah, saw they brought it. it back. I don't know why they removed it, but All right. it's just it's just a staple of that little spot. But uh, yeah. I, I was just so like thrown off. I'm like, what? What is? This? I, I I at that moment I was like, this this is not my fucking town anymore, you know. And it was like city bikes everywhere. <laughs> this whole that yeah, whole thing yeah, with the city cool. bikes. Wow. Before, when you used to get out of there, when you used to get out at Astor Place on the six, it was uh, it was just like it was just open, you know. Like you got to see St. Mark's, you know. You got to see like the vendors selling shit on the street, you know. People selling the the silver silver jewelry. Yeah, the rings, all directions. Like you got a good view of all directions. Yeah, in all directions. Right. You got a view. Now it's like it just looks like a little roundabout. Uh huh. Yeah. It doesn't even, you know, it doesn't have the same level of excitement when you step out. You know, it's just. Yeah. Well, I got to go sit over there at uh, at the Ray's Pizza on the corner, and I just like had a, got myself a couple of slices, and I was just like trying to absorb the, what the fuck was going on. Like wow, yeah. this is crazy. I'm like sitting here, and I'm like, one, I'm, I'm fucking the pizza's still the same, and it's good, and I loved it. But then I was like, what the fuck is going on? And just the people, like wow. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like Rip, Rip Van Winkle. Like you, you <laughs> fell asleep, and you're like, hey, like where where'd you take me? No, you're, you're still in New York. You're like really? Yeah, there's no place like home. Right now, there's no place know? like home. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but damn, yeah, yeah a lot of changes, changes everywhere. It's like <laughs> fuck. And uh, so, what, what it, what is going on now? I mean, I, I was pretty sure that um, I, I read the BB uh, uh, King's closed. Did that actually happen? Yeah, yeah, BB King's did close. Yeah, well, I remember that last show. We yeah, went. well, my first show I ever went to there was with you and we saw Mashuga over there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like oh, to go yeah, what, I, I remember that, that was uh, I, I remember yeah, I remember seeing I think uh I think Bohemic must have opened up for them. Maybe. I, I can't um, even remember. I vaguely yeah. remember the show at the time, but I was like, fuck, this is like a cool spot for a fucking metal show. 
I ran into people I knew and it's like, man. Yeah, the last thing I saw there was probably like ministry. Oh, really? How long ago was that? Yeah. The only the only thing I remembered was that like the Yankees were in the playoffs. Um, I'm trying to remember if I'm trying to remember if it was Rio Grande Blood. Maybe it was like like that album. Hmm. Um, the chronology of Ministry albums kind of like evades me because like they they still release a lot of stuff. Believe it or not. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but I know I know for sure I know for sure it was um, it was Yankees were in the playoffs, and I remember like in between songs I think I think they might have been it might have been like in a in a win or go home situation game the game was going on the same night as the concert oh, okay. and in between songs I yelled out like go Yankees and Al Jurgensen <laughs> Al Jurgensen yells out go Yankees. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't remember what year it was, but <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Wow. So what do what what's uh fill me in on uh, on the state of music nowadays? Because I got to tell you right now, when it comes to metal, I mean I've always been a metalhead, loved it, but in the last few years, man, even the last shit, ten, fifteen years or more. I just have not been impressed and nothing has stuck out to like really grab me. I mean, I'll listen to old shit because, you know, yeah. it's newer stuff. It's, it just seems like, you know, anything that's over 10 years old, you know, a band that's been around like 10 years or more, 10, 20 years. So like nobody really gives a shit anymore because the, the, the music kind of starts taking a dump and <clears throat> People are more concerned with like the old stuff. Like, oh, I just want to hear the hits, <laughs> you know. And yeah, yeah. Like, oh, the first record, first two records, or something like that. Maybe even the first three records. But then after that, you're like, fuck, I'm, I'm bored. I mean, how many times did we go to fucking see shows that had like Disturbed on the on the bill, and like we start falling asleep? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, but um, yeah, I mean, but I and that was their them, first like, record. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I mean, and, and they're still at it, you know. Yeah, they're, uh, they're still at it. Um, some of them that have like a um, big uh, had big status, you know, in the uh, in the early two thousands and stuff like that. You know, a few records or something. They tend to, you know, those are the ones that I guess could that actually had you know big records could take longer time, you know, away between records. I mean, look at Deftones. I mean, they would fucking take years. And uh, yeah, that's well, that, exactly. They're they're a perfect example. Uh, like I was gonna, I was actually gonna bring it up because they they got they kind of like came around when it was like that whole new metal thing, Corn, Family yeah. Values tour, mm-hmm. Limp Bizkit, and all that. And they kind of got they kind of got lumped into that. I think um, I think they they are able to stay. Um, like a viable and actually gain like more of a fan base because they they're talented musicians they actually have evolved yeah. whereas somebody like you know corn they 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 haven't had the same level of evolution at least to me no offense right. to any corn fans out there but yeah. at least to me i don't think they've had any any 
evolutionary change in their sound overall, mm-hmm. um, like the Deftones have. And I think I think that's why the Deftones are still an important and viable band. You know, um, I think I think even you know, like I know you know. Speaking of a band like Tool, mm-hmm. it's almost kind of like redundant to say, oh, you know, like Tool's a great band. But I mean, overall, they took they took like thirteen out thirteen years to come out with this album, right? And um, and Maynard did Maynard did say, hey, this is going to be this is going to be like a difficult listen to some people. It's not going to be an album that really really goes down for everybody, right? And um, I'm just kind of like, ah, you know, maybe like they took their time, they dicked around, they didn't come up with anything good. Um, Try to rehash said, riffs. Right, well, <laughs> yeah, well, you would think, you would think like he's saying that because when people say, oh, this, this isn't like tool, oh, it sucks or whatever, it's almost kind of like he was preparing them to say, hey, this isn't like the tool that you're familiar with. And mm-hmm. I remember it, it, it took about, it took about, I would say about five, ten times for like the album really to click with me but mm-hmm. but once it does click i'm like shit man this this is like phenomenal you know um uh, it was rough so, it was rough on me i mean i haven't yet to hear all of it i mean i kind of I breezed through and then i tried to sit yeah. there and li- i mean it was just tough to listen to one song and i was like this this is just like eh, it's just rehash riffs and then I was like, eh, okay, I don't see. There's nothing here that's keeping me like engaged, you know. I'm like, so her inoculum wasn't that album for you. You didn't. There's no one. Yeah, I just like uh, maybe I'll try to give it another shot. But I mean, in my first pass, I mean, I'm kind of like one of those people. Like, if it doesn't grab me with the first track, I'm kind of like, eh, I'll kind of go through it. I mean, uh, I've, I've sat on some albums for years, and then. Come back to them later. Like, Realize how great shit. they are. I was like, "Fuck, holy yeah. shit!" I mean, I remember having the. I remember getting the copy of the first Limp Bizkit record, and I had that thing for like two years before it broke. And of course, it broke on a yeah. cover. <laughs> you know, I'm like, "Oh shit! Oh, oh fuck! Okay, whatever." I mean, still, I mean, I preferred the you know significant other to be a better record, but um, yeah. But still, you know, and you know, I know fucking Limp Bizkit fans like, or or people love to hate on them, but a lot of motherfuckers were listening to fucking Limp Bizkit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know, people. Oh were, yeah, to this day, yeah. To this day, and you know, one of those songs comes on, and you know, the most hardcore fucking death metal dudes in the back, the egg one. Give me something to break. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it's, I was actually, I was like very. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could still see that. I, I just, I just kind of fell off with the metal. I, I try to keep up with, you know, what's out and stuff like that, and it's kind of like, you know, it, it just seems like it's the same bands. Um, uh, I mean, I remember getting the first Lamb of God record, and I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. And then there was like a few tracks that I I, I dig, and uh, but I'm also like I'm like okay, I'm over it, <laughs> you know. Just yeah, I, I've never gotten to see them that. live. Yeah, I've never gotten to see them live, and I'm sure I, I I would probably be. I'm more like you know, if I like to see this band live, I'm like fuck yeah. Um, but um, I think that uh. There's you know there's always a difference between like you you're either you know awesome live 
or your album is like really well and is not the other. Like, so, there's people that told me that, um, uh, what's the name? Uh, Mastodon. Their albums are great, but they suck live. I'm like, I don't know if that's true. I've never seen them live, but I mean, their records are amazing. Mastodon, Mastodon is actually to to me they they could be hit or miss live. Um, I've I've seen some really really great. I could see I've seen some really really great um, Mastodon in terms in terms of like musicianship and technicality mm -hmm. and like being tight. They could play those songs just as well as they sound on the rec on record. Right. Um, the only the only thing that kind of suffers live might be the vocal. Mm -hmm. I think in the studio they use a little bit of magic to kind of like fix them up a little bit. Oh, then again, I too, I don't really think they're. By the time you see a band, you don't know how long they've been on the road. So, like, people like either voices are shot, tired, or whatever. But man, yeah, I remember seeing Pantera a few times, and each time I was like, "Fuck, blown away." That was one band that blew me away. Another band that actually. Yeah. Like I think one of one of the last bands I don't know if I've ever told you this one one of the last bands that actually caught me caught my attention because they were doing something new was System of a Down. Yeah, and uh, and I saw them. I, I didn't even know who the fuck they were. They were opening for Slayer at uh, Irving Plaza years ago in the '90s when they did that Undisputed covers that punk covers record. And oh yeah, yeah. They were opening for them i'm like who the fuck is this band what is this and i'm like what, what the, holy shit this is crazy and i was like yes fuck yeah so that's that's what uh that that's a that's an example of a band that caught my attention because they were kind of doing something I think, new I think that album came out like gangbusters it was it was just like that simple black cover with the fucking hand yeah mm -hmm. and it just it's it just wasn't even like a great cover. Like if, if you if you were to judge a record by its cover, mm -hmm. that was not one you'd buy. Right. <laughs> but goddamn, if that's not a fucking awesome record. Totally amazing from record. Beginning to end. Oh, yeah, <laughs> from beginning to end. Uh -huh. From beginning to end, there was not when that when that came out. There was like nothing like it. Yeah, totally. I mean, seeing them live. Yeah, I remember the, it was the, the costumes. The, the Darren had like makeup and some weird paint on his face and just his fucking guitars and just the performances. I'm like, holy shit, they're just throwing it down. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just blown away after that. And then even the follow up record, I forgot I forgot what it was called. Yeah. Was that the one that had like tox was it called Toxicity? Toxicity, yeah. Or it had I think so. yeah, I think it was, yeah. Yeah. That that fucking I mean, Hollywood that, sign, like, like was, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was just like a, it was a solid record. It, it really, really was. It was, um, yeah. I guess there's there's like, it's kind of it's kind of hard to to maintain that momentum. Like, uh, su surprisingly though, out of like that that so called like new metal, you know, genre that mm -hmm. era. Um, the last the last Slipknot record was surprisingly very very good. Bless. Which one? I don't know. If, I don't know. If the We Are Not Your Kind. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah, like, yeah, it was Slipknot, not too bad. I mean, like, I love Slipknot, I like the early shit. Um. Uh. But this last one, yeah, it was not too bad. 
I was just like, I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll check this out. And I was like, holy shit. Uh-huh. Like, this is, this is pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one before you know? it, it was like, yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Um, but this one yeah. definitely, uh, I, I actually like ran through the album like a few times and just let it play through. And I'm like, all right, fuck yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, their drummer is fucking insane. He's fucking amazing. Yeah. But I just feel too like now, I mean, they're they're still they're still going strong, but you know, we don't know like Corey Taylor likes to take off and go do his shit. You know, Stone Sour, his, yeah, his, yeah. his solo stuff and um but uh when Slipknot gets together, I mean the the show is always amazing. Even if even if you're not into the album, uh just like Corn, even if you're not into their later shit. The, the performances are always going to be awesome. Like, just great energy. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, and, and they'll play most be... of that old shit, too. <clears throat> yeah, same thing, same thing with, like, uh, Romstein. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Romstein? Like they're, oh, yeah. they're coming out. They're on tour. They actually have, like, a YouTube video. It's uh, kind of like this, this sped up, sped up uh, stop sped up like i don't know if they call it stop motion but they they show the whole setup mm-hmm. of them getting like this, this stadium like right. the whole stage setup and what they have going on oh the, the, and the, the i don't know if it the was the time like, lapse the time lapse stuff is that when the, they, yeah the know, time lapse fast, of them yeah. like building everything mm-hmm. it's like that that shit takes like a small country to build that romstein stadium oh hell yeah it's just like <laughs> fucking insane all the and, pyro and stuff i mean yeah that that's one thing it's like you, you feel you feel the, the like the blast like when the pyrotechnics go off uh-huh. you don't even have to be anywhere near the front you could be in the middle on the floor you could hold up a marshmallow on a cisco <laughs> and it's it's like torching that shit you feel it you yeah. know I saw them um, once. Also, uh, like a lot of energy. Yeah, I saw yeah, them the one too. that one time at um, uh, the Family Values tour, the first time when exactly. they Exactly. And yeah. I was like, "Holy shit!" They blew. They they fucking they stole the show, definitely, hands down. And, and then I mean, you know, still corn was at, at their their highest by then. But uh, fucking, I was like, "Damn, Bromstein stole the show." Fuck yeah! And they probably still had minimal. You know, set stuff, but you know, with their yeah, little bit, yeah. the little oh, bits of yeah. pyro it and stuff. Near. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's nowhere near it was now. Now was it's like away. they're building this this whole stage. But well, I'm glad they. I mean, yeah, even their I newest think, record was badass. Kind of, their newest be- record, fucking, was dope. The Ramstein, the new Ramstein, the latest one. Yeah, the videos. I've yet to listen great. to it, but I'm sure it's not going to disappoint. Oh, just just watching the videos, man. They these guys don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so much fun. So, so I think I think pretty much like if if you're more like into the old, like the older school, like you listen to. Um, there is. I mean, they got they got a new singer now, but they had they had three albums. It's called uh, Velertack. It's like K V E L E R T A K, and they're kind of like their logo is similar. Like they took like the pentagram uh, font, mm-hmm. and they're kind of like it's like an old school. Um, they combine it's they combine I guess like new elements. It's it's like hard rock, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I guess maybe like death metal, kind of like ECDC, you know? And they're, they're like, kind of like that fucking, you know, let's drink beer, rock, you know, <laughs> do party, shit hard. Rock band, like, like a bar band. Exactly, yeah. Because ACDC they, 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 they got fairly big. Oh yeah. Wait, which man was this called? It's called. Uh, they're called Velertac. Velertac. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's K V E L E R T A K. They got like they got like three albums. Um, one of them, one album, I guess, like the last album, the single. No, actually, they got four. But the fourth one is with is with a new vocalist. Okay. That one. That one's a little bit more like. I think it's more accessible. Use that word. Um, but that that's like a good band. Um, another another thing. Another thing recently, like more stuff that I've that I've gotten that I've gotten more into is. Um, I know, like you, you were just like, oh, if it doesn't grab you, like mm-hmm. immediately. Uh, like me, me, I'm I'm more, I'm more of like the listener. Like I appreciate the slow burn. I appreciate like. I don't care if you do like a fucking ten minute track, thirteen minute track, as long as like you take me somewhere. Right. And it's you know, um, so you know, there's a lot of of like a lot of kind of like they call it like stoner doom. Stoner rock, yeah, oh, I love that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, the old Kaya stuff. Stoner and, rock, but not. Yeah, yeah like Kaya, but then but then there's more like there's more like funeral doom. It's not funeral see like Kaya yeah. is. Yeah, like Kaius is more like it's it's more accessible. Like uh-huh. you're talking like Fu Manchu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like the stuff that's on like the Tony Hawk video game soundtrack, like <laughs> right, stuff yeah. like that. But then you got you got more like the the more experimental, ethereal, ambient, like slow, sludgy, like deep bass, vibrational. So you got mm-hmm. like. There's one band out of like Eugene, Oregon called Yab. Yeah, I know them. I think I told you about them. Mm-hmm. So it's like boy backwards, but like they're <laughs> good. But they're one of those bands where it kind of like it tests your patience. You know, right. like it could just be an album and only have like four tracks. And it's like mm-hmm. an hour and 15 minutes. Well, I was like know? listening to that um, fucking Dope Smoker song from fucking Sleep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, like the new Sleep album was actually good too. The Sciences. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you like if you listen to that, but that I one was good. It. So, um, yeah. Um, there's also you know like the more the more like experimental stuff. Like I think I think like if you like the Deftones, you might really really dig. There's this band called Amenra, mm-hmm. and um, they're like. That that's like really really it's interesting. It's it's very very some some of it almost sounds like like Minerva. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Minerva was a trippy like, album too. Yeah, like that that track Minerva. So it kind of reminds me of like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also a bit. Imagine like the Deftones crossed with Neurosis. Okay. Like. And I've seen them live. Yeah, like through Silver and Blood era neurosis or Times of Grace, like that era neurosis meets like the Deftones. 
Okay. Um, so that, that's also, that's like fucking awesome. Um, there's like, I mean, I've, I've been getting into, I've been getting into a lot of like black metal. Okay. And, um, I know, you know, like some people, some people find it derivative. I mean, there's a lot of shit that just, it just kind of sounds the same. There's something for um, everybody there, though. A, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but there's a lot of interesting, interesting music coming out, like, in the black metal genre. And it's not even necessarily like from, from the United States, even though mm-hmm. there's tons of it coming from the United States. But, um, believe, believe it or not, like the, the ones to me that are really, really like fucking pushing that genre, like crazy forward and doing like very, very interesting stuff in black metal are like, there, there's this band called For, uh, For, Fortress, but it's spelled by like F-O-R-T-E-R-E-S-S-E. And they're from Quebec. They're, mm. So it's like French fucking black metal. <laughs> French but Canadian. They throw, throw on, a couple of A's in there. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's like, very, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's almost like Fortress, but they added an E and a couple of, they just added uh, some two E's. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, they're like from Quebec and, they do like some amazing stuff. Tech, technically, it's just like insane. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's this other this other one called like Saint Saint Marie de Loops, and it means like Saint Marie of the Wolves. Right. And that's like an excellent like black metal record. Um, I'm gonna have to get. You're gonna have to send it, me a list of some shit to check out because I have. Yeah, I, I've been out of the loop on a lot of stuff. I've been listening to more punk rock lately because it just seems to me, uh, uh, with a lot of the older bands that are on the like the twenty twenty five year mark, they're putting out some amazing fucking albums. So uh, now I'm like, I mean, I'm just listening to that, and like, uh, there's a few local, fairly locals. Um, there's a yeah. uh, there's a couple out in Jersey that uh, that I've been following too, and <clears throat> one from New York, but. Uh, when it comes to metal and anything like heavier, I'm kind of like out of the loop because I'm just like, man, I'm not impressed. But I would say, shoot me a shoot me a list of some stuff to check out, and I will definitely check it out. It gives me something to do. Oh yeah, so definitely. Fucking on house arrest over here. <laughs> but, yeah. See, I'm I'm glad I'm glad I got to see the shows that I did before everything everything just started closing down. Right. So. I think, I, got, I think know, more things so are going to start closing because, I mean, if they can't, I mean, shows and tours, I, that's all, I, it's been killing me because I've been seeing on Instagram, like, all these bands that have been on tour, that that's their thing, they tour, and um, uh, they are all canceling their shows, they're having to postpone stuff, I mean, we don't know how long, but it, it just sucks to see that, you know, when that's oh, like their yeah. income, I you mean, know. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I like Bandcamp uh, on Friday. Well, they did this all day yesterday. They know they donated. They 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 didn't take any of the proceeds that like their cut that they would take from the bands. Mm-hmm. They they would they would let the bands have it. Oh shit, that's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that that's what they did, just to kind of help out. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. It it sucks because. You know, we're approaching the summer summer festival season. Right. And a right. lot of these bands were just like, 
Fuck, you know, make their they, money. They, they spring, were going to go out there. Yeah, yeah, spring, summer, fall. There's their they're like peak seasons. There was a uh, one of the bands that I listened to from uh, Jersey, uh, Doc Rotten. They're supposed to like be heading out to Europe, and I think they're back because everything got canceled. But uh, I mean, you know, the horror props. They had to postpone their shows after having like some good sellout stuff. They've been out of action for almost ten years. They came back around uh-huh. did like a, a like maybe almost a good month of shows or like a few weeks and then they're like sorry we gotta fucking lock this shit down and it's like fuck so i mean i i mean i'm I'm, i actually have my first you know show booked you know for 2020 with my loon lineup for the bunker club and it's in june and i don't even think that's gonna happen so but i'm like okay but you know i'll just sit home and fucking get a practice in if we can we were going to try to practice but it just you know didn't happen and uh so yeah. as well just sit around and well, fucking lot, write more stuff a lot a lot of musicians that that have actually released albums and we're going to have um they were going to have their like you know album release party and they were gonna, they were going to play a show for that yeah. uh what they've been doing is they've just been finding like a space that will let them play and um with no with no audience right and they just record it just live stream it mm-hmm. oh i saw that chromags yeah, one like a, it was a live stream chromags did that somewhere but we were gonna actually try to do that here and just like live stream our fucking practices just hanging out <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, you can do that shit like, like, uh, like the shows. way you used to do like WrestleMania and stuff. Yeah, you might have it at one place, and then you go to places with like, yeah, well, that's what's happening. on a movie screen or something. Yeah, that's what's happening right now. Yeah. I mean, just uh, this past week, uh, you know, I mean, I'm still a fucking hardcore wrestling fan, and you know, as cheesy as it is sometimes, but I'm like, I got to get my fix, and all of them are like dark now. They're just no, no audience. Just the wrestlers coming in, commentation, and you know they have a few matches, and I was like, "Wow!" Oh, they still they still have the matches without the audience. Yeah, yeah, like WWE's uh, taping out of their performance center, which is like a small fucking like warehouse kind of size spot with a ring. They have you know some of their lights and pyro here and there, and but uh, it's just like them you know, with a few people on the you know on the outsides the camera guys and everybody's pretty spread out and it's interesting AEW also did the same thing and I'm like wow this is just weird because a lot of them you know they come out to like these big roaring fucking you know fans and it's just like nobody there yeah they got like, like the music and the uh-huh. pyrotechnics and shit like yes oh fuck there's no one here and it's weird (laughs) so you see them looking at each other yeah okay pointing at the audience but nobody's there (laughs) because i know (laughs) i know uh you know they're supposed to have that big uh khabib ferguson fight like on the 18th of april and i saw i saw this meme like they just they just had like an outer space like on the moon they got them like they got them in the ring. Just they don't even have a ring. They don't even have a cage. They just have the two fighters, and they're in like this little snow globe and shit. <laughs> just have oh, them like shit. on the moon. Oh, like nice. this is the only way we can hold this fight. 
You know, <laughs> <On> the moon. <laughs> yeah, but that's supposed to be big, man. It was going to be in the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, right? And it would be fucking uh, empty, and man. they'll probably just charge the pay per view. No, right. I wonder. I wonder. If, I wonder if they can even afford to do that. I wonder if, if that's the way it's going to go down. I mean, if they're they they'll probably they could probably make the money just on the pay per view because their pay per views go are insane. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, just so the camera directly above, top. you know, directly above or and around. They don't. I mean, nobody really wants to look at the audience anyway. <laughs> Yeah, have have like the judges sit like six feet away from each other. Yeah, right. They're on each each side, <laughs> or put up fucking part, cubicles. Yeah, right. <laughs> the have partitions. Cubicles and have like have like the ref wear like a fucking space helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Right. It's gonna be interesting. I wonder if they're even holding it. I wonder if they are holding it. But uh, I don't know. I mean. To, to to lose out on the on money, I, I don't know. I think they'll they could probably make some you know money back from uh, from pay per views. But well, uh, I think knows? I think they'll lose more money not having it. Yes, definitely. I think they should just go go with it. Try to see how much money you can make on pay per view. Mm-hmm. I yeah, mean, and you, you know, you know, you got you got people at home. They're gonna be like, "Fuck it, man! I'm buying this." Oh, yeah. You know, oh totally. All those people that had the tickets, huh? Uh, I think uh, they'll probably. I mean, shit. With people kind of locked down at home, I'm sure. I mean, there's gonna be people that are just gonna be like, "Fuck this! I'll go to your house," you know, and have small like gatherings of, you know, their close friends or, or their families, and just stay in one place and watch it. You're gonna get. You're gonna get fucking nosy Nelly and shit like. Knocking on your door. Hey, there's like six people watching a UFC event. <laughs> Those people have Calling too many the cars. There's too many cars in their driveway. Yeah, too many, Call the police. There's too many cars out there. I think they're up to something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck you. This yeah. is my family. But, I mean, it's a whole new I know, right? Now. But I'll tell you what. You know what? I think all this is going to... Uh, I think there's going to be this wave of new businesses, like online businesses that are for are for communication, like you know, like being interactive with things or, or people. Um, I mean, shit. I, I, there's already like technology now to be able to like jam musically through like live, you know, real time with people in different states or countries or whatever. And I think that might you know, end up being a, a like a boost to because I mean shit. It's I can't kinda fucking, like a Yeah, it's like like plug in and Skype rehearsals. Exactly. Yeah. You just throw your headphones on, you jam with each other on like some kind of video. Yeah. And I mean that technical technology is out there already. Um I don't think it's been used as much. Yeah, I was but, I was wondering why people didn't people didn't do that like already. Yeah. Well I think it's I don't think there's that many but i'm pretty sure it'll end up getting you know developed even more so it's one it's more affordable <clears throat> affordable or free i mean who knows but if somebody's trying to make a you know a buck they would push that so that way bands can still like jam together if they have you know some kind of means to like plugging in and doing that whole thing oh yeah totally i mean 
you know, like once once something once something gets once something gets big and becomes just like status quo or mainstream thing, yeah, you know, it's else. already been going on. Like, yeah, you but you know, it's already been going on for like ten years. Mm-hmm. Like it existed. Mm-hmm. It just took a while for everything to to ca- for everybody else to catch up to that wave. Right. Yeah. You know. But I, like, I if you look, it. if you look at like when people got on Facebook or whatever, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but Facebook already existed like many, many years before everybody was on it. Yeah, they were all already on the uh, the MySpace, and then slowly people started to creep away and try something yeah. new. And but I mean, sometimes something new is is good. I mean, sometimes you know people don't like change, but then sometimes it's good. I mean, look at the the music industry as it is because of fucking iTunes. You know, fans don't make money anymore, you know, on revenue. So they have to change their tactics. You know, now more bands are offering um, what, what's the, the, the VIP packages to supplement that money. But it's also kind of like, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but what but, but you know, but you know, what started is like, like once once everybody found a new way. Once everybody found like a new way to make money and kind of like get ahead of the curve and kind of like beat the system, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden the system starts catching up and say, "All right, like, like I think there was some there was some shit with like Spotify or some other, um, you know, what do they call them? DSPs, like digital streaming, streaming services, yeah, platforms, mm-hmm. yeah." Um, because, because what what people were doing is when they were when they were releasing their album, it's like they were trying to get that push to be like the number one album, mm-hmm. like either streamed or purchased or whatever. So what they'll do is they'll start bundling, like, hey, like you can download my album, and then I'll send you a shirt, and mm-hmm. I'll send you, you know, you know, it'll be like different packages. So I'll send right. you a shirt and a hat, or whatever. But then, so just just to kind of like get people to buy it, and they could get up you know, as you know the top ranked album. Right. But then, um, I think Spotify and some of the other ones they got together and say no, like you can't do that anymore. Like they don't count the bundles right. as as the album sale. Mm-hmm. What I think is how many? Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. But it's like also how many how many yeah. streams are considered like uh like a full um what uh, i don't know because i mean for an album to to you know have a of get a point or something like that a full stream or something had to be played like a certain amount of times well i remember what this the whole story was no i think i think it's actually like per per download or per stream i think i think each one just counts as Well, I think I think a stream. Well, the thing is, okay, like if you use, if you use Spotify and you're just like you're not using Spotify Premium, mm-hmm. like if if you just use the free Spotify with the ads and whatever, yeah. Every time you listen to like you know Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin doesn't get as much money as a subscriber. If a subscriber listens to Stairway to Heaven, they get more because they're paying for that service. Yeah. Because they're paying for it, so it's counted as more. Gotcha. Yeah, as opposed to somebody who's just listening to it using just free, mm-hmm. 
then then it, it's valued less. Yeah, I thought it was like half a point or half a something, but it was like an, yeah. an, a certain amount of, of of streams for it to equal one full stream or something like that, or one full point. I don't know, but it's it's funny because you get you know you get some artists that they're 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 very very active on social media mm-hmm. and they're always interacting with the fans, and then and then you'll get some that it's like a perfect example. Like they were making fun of Justin Bieber because like he was, he was dropping a new album or he had that single out uh-huh. and uh, that single yummy. And <laughs> you know, like Justin Bieber doesn't like interact with his fans at all, like on Instagram and stuff. And all of a sudden he's just like, he's posting a video and he's like, Hey guys, like I need you guys to, to do me a favor and you know, go on your, you know, your streaming service and like, listen to my new single yummy. And, you know, and people are just like, man, you don't interact with anybody. And it's like, now you got like your new album out. You want to be like everybody's friends. It's like, get the fuck out of here, man. You know? It was just... Right. Yeah. That's like you know, some of the bands. They're, they're, me, they don't, you don't hear from them unless the, they they have a record coming out. I was like, a majority of these bands like could fucking tour any fucking time with or without a record so i mean yeah yeah we're gonna go see yeah absolutely now totally yeah now there's no there's no album touring cycle you you could just you could just tour yeah shit i really was looking forward to going to see fucking poison and motley Crue and def leppard (laughs) you know that's just gonna be fucking you know put on the shelf probably most likely but I mean, like for them, those guys oh, haven't yeah. done I fucking mean, shit that's been relevant in fucking thirty years. But they can fucking get together at the drop of a hat and go fucking do a tour and make a shit ton of money. And we're like, well, fucking do it. <laughs> you know, go for oh, it. Oh yeah, absolutely. You no, know, everybody's gonna want. Everybody's gonna want to come out and like see the hits. But that's a you know you that's know? the thing is that that's an awesome package right there because. You know, all those 80s hair bands, you know, they, they get together and shit, people fucking still love that shit. I do. I still fucking Yeah, yeah, there's strength in numbers. But, you know, if you get the, if you can group them like that, some of the big wigs, fuck yeah, go do it. Fucking, I'll go pay to see that shit. And some more bands. I mean, I think there's another one that's, uh, I think a group of bands that are from like you know the the new metal scene as like one of them is like saliva with some other bands i'm like oh i'm like oh okay um but i mean i tell you i i still love fucking new metal um there was a lot of bands that came through in in that whole like the genre thing that even like even later in the later half uh you know the Uh the 2000s and stuff and I was like, fuck yeah. I, I mean, there's albums I'll still listen to and you know, some of the later stuff is like, yeah, okay, whatever. But you still got the early shit or you got to see them when they came around. And I'm like, oh yeah. I got to see a bunch of them play. I mean, I got to see fucking Mudvayne play at CBGB. <laughs> you know, and that yeah, was like yeah. fucking, that was the shit. I got that shit on videotape. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I remember like you burned me one. Yeah. <laughs> that was the... That was uh, some fun shit. And, I mean, I saw Godsmack there. And, uh, I mean, I, I saw Machine Head there. Napalm Death played there. And when you get to see those big bands in the little spot, I'm like, fuck yeah. 
I saw I saw Monster Magnet play at uh, the Village Gate, like like in early was it had to be early two thousands, um, but before they uh, they were going on tour and it was a little fucking hole in the wall. I'm like fuck, they're right right there tearing shit up. It was awesome, and I I, I love that kind of that that kind of feel. Yeah, because because people people tend to like they wanna they wanna hop on like the latest, the newest and biggest thing, and then but but they also have to realize that that like these these bands that were like these bands that that were huge and now all of a sudden you know it's like oh you know maybe like their stuff is just kind of like outdated like you listen to it and you're like oh right, yeah that was 1996, uh yeah that was like 92, mm-hmm. you know um. Let's say let's say like a perfect example, Helmet. Yeah. Like when Helmet came out, Blew that shit mind. was like a fucking. That shit was like a fucking kick to the dick. That <laughs> hell yeah it was. I mean, they 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 really were. They're, they're awesome. So it's like yeah, they they've released. You know they've released several albums since. Mm-hmm. Not all of them were like you know they were kind of hit or miss. They had some good stuff on them, yeah. but it's like yeah, like. You know, Helmet, Helmet is playing like a small venue. You still got to understand, it, there's still that same powerhouse band. Right. You know? And it's just like, just because they might not be doing what's considered, you know, quote unquote relevant, it's like, you know, like, I I, I personally, like, I, I look forward to another like 15 years when like Tool is like has been. And maybe they're playing like fucking St. Vitus and shit. Right. And it's like, yeah, you know, Tool, Tool playing Anima, you know, 40th anniversary (laughs) in full, you know? Yeah. And they're playing like a a venue that's like 500 people, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I don't think it's going to happen with them. They're going to be like the fucking Rolling Stones if they want to still do it. <laughs> um, but I mean, if they if they if they just fall off and it's just like, ah, you know, nobody gives a fuck about Tool anymore, and they're they're going to play like a little small venue. Hell yeah, I'm going. Yeah. Well, I know it's, it's still going to be that. You know, it's still going to be that massive band. Like, not that long ago, that band I mentioned, fucking Saliva, they played here in a little hole in the wall club that only holds about fucking two. 100 people i think <laughs> and yeah. i was like holy shit and uh I saw some footage i'm like whoa and i didn't even realize they didn't have the original singer with them either i was like really fuck they're and they're still together okay <laughs> oh wait jo- josie yeah was josie, josie wasn't even That's with not? them and apparently and then sometime oh he's not no and then re- fairly recently in the last couple of months i was seeing like chatter because i still follow the uh the blabbermouth and they were saying how there's they were in talks to of having him come back to do like i guess their anniversary fucking album or whatever or just do some shows with them and it was like on and it's off and it's on and off i'm like well that's the only claim to fame so why not fucking do it but uh, who knows <clears throat> <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't know that he wasn't even in there anymore. I, yeah, I, I didn't even know the band still existed, but they showed up like, yeah, they're playing the siren. I'm like, fuck, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's another thing too. Was I know, like, like certain Pearl bands Jam. moving on with fucking other singers and stuff. I mean, how many singers has Drowning Pool had? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're still still yeah. doing stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I 
Hmm. I know like Pearl Jam, like they, they just came out with a new record or it's going to come out soon. And, uh, you know, They're not people, supporting people are just like, yeah, they can't show, show uh, play shows. Yeah. But that's, that's the thing. It's like, you know, they, they were just like people, people like listen to this album and like, yo, like what, what the fuck happened to this band? You hmm. know? Yeah. And uh, they're like, shit, like, what the hell? Like, what are they thinking? Like, why are they putting this out? But you know what? If uh, that tour was still on, they were going to fucking sell every seat in that shit. Oh, yeah, they have a fine They were going to play arenas. And they were gonna, hell, yeah. People people are going to go to hear, like, Jeremy and Even Flow. Mm-hmm. And, you it's know. It's the nostalgia stuff. We're still going to yeah. go. We're still going to pay money. I mean, not everybody may not, you know, a lot of people may not want to go see them in arenas, but there's at least theaters, you know, amphitheaters and theaters. I mean, there's a few shows over like, here. Like, look at Guns N' Roses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, once once that Guns N' Roses reunion happened, and then you figure, like, man, they, they've hit, like, cities, like, twice over, and they're still selling. Yeah. Yeah, that tour's been on like fucking three it, years, and they were doing another run of the U.S. and yeah, man, that's fucking like canned. Yeah, and you you figure like, oh, you know, they they came back, and I'm like, all right, everybody got, you know, everybody got to see them again, and be like, all right, that's it, like you know, I got to see Guns N' Roses, and then then they started doing like a second leg, and yeah, basically, you know, it's like, yeah, those shit started selling out too, mm-hmm. so. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Um, I just yeah. I, I I'm all for you know bands you know doing their thing and you know it's just a matter of uh you gotta kind of I guess improvise and come up with new ways to 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 package yourself. I guess you know if, like for me uh, yeah if if Tool's gonna play in my town I want to see them play with like fucking bands that I know. Not like some fucking, you know, because I don't want to pay like 80 bucks or more to fucking see just Tool and then like two fucking shit bands that I don't know who the fuck they are, you know. But it's also like yeah. taking the chance, too, because, I mean, yeah, I bought a ticket to go see Slayer and I found fucking System of a Down. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, not expecting anything. So in a way, it's like, all right, well, it's kind of a crapshoot, I guess, if you like the opening bands and you're like, oh, shit. I'm like, all right. Because I remember seeing fucking... I think... Oh, go ahead. No, no, I think there was like... Um, at Roseland, I think it might have been uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic Tour. Mm-hmm. And um, fucking... First, I think the, the first band that night, Pearl Jam, second band that night, fucking Smashing Pumpkins. Hmm. Yeah. With the Red Hot Chili Peppers headlining. And you're just like, you know, you're going in there, you're like, who the fuck is fucking Pearl Jam? You're expecting, you're expecting like some middle aged woman with a banjo with a name like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's, that's what you're thinking. You're like, oh, who the fuck is Pearl Jam? I think the last. You know, time. and at that point, they. Yeah. Yeah, go for it. yeah, I think the last uh, fucking one of one of the last uh, shows I saw at Roseland 
was, um, and I don't remember if you were with me, but it was. Um, op- it I'll was tell a, you. It was. It was three bands. Deftone, Incubus, Taproot. Yes. Yes, I was there. Did, did yep. we go together, or did we run into each other there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nah, I remember. I went to that. Okay. Taproot. Yeah, that Taproot was amazing. Incubus in the middle. Uh huh. Yeah. And Incubus in the middle, and then the Deftones. Yeah, and Chino lost that his was, fucking that was sneaker. With, um, <laughs> was that? Yeah. Was that? Um, was it White Pony, or was it? Was it the self-titled album? Um. Uh, you know what? I think it might have been the self-titled album with the skulls and the roses. Possibly, because I mean, shit, I remember it took fucking forever for White Pony to come out. Or it could have been White Pony. Maybe I mean they, they were fucking, and this was this was still in the early. 2000s. It was no later than that. It was still early two thousand. Yeah, so it was no. Yeah, it was no later. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but uh, yeah, I remember Chino jumping into the fucking audience and came out, and somebody took his shoe. He's like, "That's fucked up, yo." yo. That, <laughs> yeah, that 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 show was that show was like phenomenal. That was from, great, like, beginning to end. Uh huh. All th- all three bands like killed it. Hell yeah! I was like, "That's killed a fucking it. show was, right there." I was surprised on like how on how like tight Incubus is live. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, they were probably what still on the what the Morning View album. No, Second? I think it was or with. Was it I think it was with. Um, was it? Was it? Uh, no, it was. It was. The album after Science. It was before Morning View. I thought Morning View was after. Was after? No, it after. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The 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 big one. There was an album. In yeah, between. there was Science yeah. and the the big one with the Pardon Me and all that. Stuff. Yeah. I'm yeah. So out of it, like with the fucking that was the one that album p- titles. <laughs> that was the one that put them out of. That put them on the map. Oh, definitely, yeah. But even Science was a badass. Yeah. Movie. <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah. Totally. But science had more like it had like that scratching. Yeah, yeah, they definitely used that. Um, that, was, that DJ. Yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. That was the album. That was the album that that they did. Like they were coming out of that like death metal phase. Because remember, they, remember they started out as like a death, a death metal band or something. I remember Incubus being a death metal band, but I don't remember if it was them. Yeah. No, I think I think it might have been the same. I think it might have been the same. You think so? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, because I've never, had, I, like, I never, I never found because I remember going to like record stores and seeing it and thinking like, oh, what is this? But then it was like years later, you see that first like record that was it Fung- fungus among us. It was ninety five. But um, it was uh, yeah, make was yourself ninety nine. Uh, make yourself ninety nine. That's the that yeah. Was the that's what it was. But I I do remember because um, I was really in the in the in the early nineties. I was really heavy into death metal, and I remember um, seeing the Incubus um, cover. 
album, and I was like, I never bought it. Um, I don't even remember hearing it, but I was like, what is that? All right, because the album cover looked pretty cool, and you know, kind of forgot about it way later. But then it's like '95, you know, they surfaced with some other stuff, but um, science. I was like, oh fuck yeah, all right, cool. But there's some other uh, bands, you know, where you just kind of find them in the middle and then you kind of work your way back to their back catalog. Like, oh, shit, I like this. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Or, I didn't know they had this whole yeah, record. Sometimes, you know, you'll, yeah, sometimes you'll get that band and you're like, oh, they're in the middle and you're thinking like, oh, shit. And then you realize like, you know, you realize like, oh, these people are like six albums in. Right. You know? Uh-huh. <laughs> totally. They just, they just, they just been at it, you know. They just been doing it, and uh, like I went to go see, I went to go see Revocation. They're like a thrash, like a technical thrash metal band, mm-hmm. and I've mentioned them to you a few times um, out of like Massachusetts. But um, the the first band, it was the first band that was on. They were like an Australian band, and they happened to be, they happened to be the. Uh, it was like the last night of the tour. Mm. Um, so was, I forgot the name of them, but they were like an Australian band. They were just like, yeah, it's like, we got, we got a long flight, you know, ahead of us after this show. It's like sad. You've been on tour on the store for like two months, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, I looked them up and it's like fucking bands have been around for like a dozen years or so, you know, they got like six albums, right. you know, they've been around for a while. And then like the middle band was Voivod. Oh shit! I was like, shit! I was like, fuck! Like we're talking about thirty plus years, All right? <laughs> Fucking Voivod. I mean, at one point, like Jason Newsted was in Voivod. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, right after he left the Metallica. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, you know that was an interesting cat too. That guy. So he's like, fuck this! I'm gonna go do some other stuff. You can't tell me what I can't fucking do. Fuck that. <laughs> He said, fuck you, and left the biggest band in the fucking world. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't regret it because their fucking music has gone to shit. Well, I mean, he, I guess he, he was starting, he was starting like another band. And uh, I forgot, was it Flotsam and Jetsam? Or? No, that's where he came from. <laughs> yeah, okay. But he did that what, other what band. Was it was band like a, was... some kind of funk ish band. Something like that. Let me look it up because I have. Yeah, and the story was like James approached him and said, "You guys selling merch?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you selling merch. I guess he was like, "Oh, Echo he Brain." Kind of like Echo Brain. That's the band, Echo Brain. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's what he wanted to do, and started like after he split. I could be mistaken about this, but I know I know there was one band. There was one band that he was in after he left Metallica, and and I think it was like Lar- Lars's girlfriend was like, "Hey, there's this band like you ought to fucking check out. They're really really good." And it wound up being like Jason. It wound up being Jason's band. Mm-hmm. And then I think I think from there, it's like you know Lars and James got together. They were like, "Oh well." You're either you're either all into Metallica or you're not. It's just kind of like <laughs> fucking dick them out of the band, you know. 
He was... But you know what? At that point, they had already did the Black Album. Uh-huh. So it's like, so this is like, yo, I'm still collecting that fucking... Every time, every time Mariano Rivera comes out, I'm still collecting that check. <laughs> and he was just like, fuck you all. <laughs> yeah, they did, a, you know? they did a few records with him. You know, they did the load and reload. And then it was just kind of like, just it was just garbage after garbage. You know, fucking... Oh man! Oh yeah, you know what I forgot? Yeah, it wasn't even the Black Album that was like the last album with him. Yeah, yeah they, they did Load and Reload. Yeah, Reload and fucking Blowwad or whatever. He was part of the Rockstar Supernova too. Remember the show? It was the oh. there was a TV show. Um, uh, Jason Newstead. Jason? Yeah, there was the TV uh, show called like Rockstar Supernova, and there was uh, there were um they were trying to do this like super group and they were looking for people. So they had like Tommy Lee, Jason Newstead, Gilby Clark, and some dude named uh, Lucas Rock- Rossi. I don't know where he was from. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember but that. It was now. the TV show. And then like, I think later or, or before or later it was, they did it with NXS. They were trying to find the, uh, the, oh, that was the, the one when they got singer. the new singer. Yeah, they were kind of like yeah. that was the whole kind of story with that. I think um, what's his name? Uh, what the what the what's his fuck? Uh, Dave Navarro was like the host. <clears throat> I was gonna say yeah. So I think it was that band, Rockstar Supernova. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, he was part of some some stuff. Then he did his Newstead project, which ended up just ending abruptly. He was talking about it was costing him a whole lot of money to have that band run in. Because I'm like, well, where's your Metallica money? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess he just didn't wanna didn't wanna keep pumping it. I, I, he's not. I'm sure he's not hurting at all. He just probably um, just saw that it probably wasn't uh, cost efficient for him to still continue to do it. If but, he uh, managed his money correctly, oh, he's another band. What was this? Yeah, I think it was a stoner rock band called Papa Wheelie. A three piece. That's what I'm looking at here. '96. Wait, Jason was in that? Yeah. Wait, what's this? Oh, wait. Huh. Formed by yeah, former Metallica uh, Jason Newstead emerged from uh, friends and da, 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 da. yeah, sometime in '96. Papa Wheelie. I'm gonna have to look that up. So it says on here, punk, punk rock, stoner rock, sludge metal. That would be pretty interesting to check out. There's a bunch of YouTube footage on there. Papa Wheelie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's there's like a lot. Um, like for for punk bands, there's this there's this band called uh, Knock Loose. Uh huh. I believe I've heard that's, of them. That's like a good one for you to check out. Sounds you heard familiar. of Knock Loose? Ser- sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then Turnstile. Turnstile. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Another band that's like definitely worthy worthy of your attention. Check okay. out. Let's check that out. I know there was supposed to be that. I mean, I'm all, I'm all good with like all the nostalgia tours and you know people coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing the thing that kind of irks me about that is like 
every every time they promote like you know a band coming back mm. they'll show the photo of the group from like their heyday <laughs> right they did that recently too with like rage against the machine mm-hmm. they're showing like 1994 rage against the machine you know the photo yeah not now right it's like come on man <laughs> yeah we want to see those like don't do that shit like, show us the fat bastards and the gray beards. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, don't do not do that shit. That's the same thing they did with the Pixies. They would show you, like, when the Pixies came back, they would show you, like, the young Pixies. <laughs> you know, Frank Black wasn't as fat. You know. <laughs> Come see this era. It's like, I want, yeah. to, I want to see the return you know, of they, garbage. <laughs> You know, yeah, right. Like, and what's the name and all those fucking characters? I'm like, oh, I'm only happy when it <laughs> rains and when I take my Advil cocktail. Oh, yeah, I mean, but they, but they, but they were doing, they were doing, uh, they were on tour with like Liz Fair and I think Alanis Morissette or something. I think it might have been with Alanis. They did like the. Yeah, I think um, it was like Garbage, Liz Fair, and I think Alanis Morissette, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. Like Chick Fest, again, it was package. Like it, yeah, it was like a triple bill. Little like Fair? The 90s, 90s. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like the Little Fair and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. But, uh, Girl power. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> shit. Oh. Well, what do you uh, what do you have? Uh, what are your plans for the rest of the day? Well, it's almost like seven o'clock. Yeah, I'm looking at dinner. the clock. I'm like, oh shit! All right, chat yeah, away. So gonna get dinner. All right, chill out. Yeah, watch watch like some Netflix, listen to some tunes. Right on. Well, shit. Get your get yeah. your fortifications all set up. Prepare for the zombies. Yeah, yeah. They've uh, unleashed. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I already did that. Out here, they unleashed the uh, fucking. They dispatched the national guard to California to kind of. They, they keep, did for yeah, what? Yeah. To what kinda, are they actually doing? To kind of keep the peace and kind of keep a uh, keep a watch out for like, um, the like food areas to kind of make sure you know people are not fucking going crazy i mean not too long ago the costco over here had fucking police escort when the fucking trucks the sub trucks showed up <laughs> they had fucking cops like trying to keep people back trying to fucking take all the tp i'm like oh shit give me my oh, shit they, tickets people were attacked wait 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 nobody was attacking though people they were, were just they were, the- no no i didn't say that it was a, they were just trying to make sure to kind of be aware and kind of keep people from fucking, you know, losing their shit because everybody's all about the fucking shit tickets. So, um, apparently they had like fucking police escort kind of keep trying to keep the peace and make sure people were in line because they they were, I think they were just not, you know, taking chances because, you know, any sort of... This is when the delivery trucks were coming. Yeah, yeah. And they fucking signed a panic and shit. People start losing their goddamn minds. Yeah. Because right now, shit, shelves are fucking bare of just about everything. So. Oh yeah, <clears throat> I mean, like when they, when they announced when they announced like the school closures, that mm-hmm. was the night. It was like it was it was like not this past Thursday, but the Thursday before, 
and um, I went I went into uh, the BJ's in my neighborhood, and it was just like mm-hmm. all 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 the three the three level parking was all full. Um, you know, there was cars lined up on the road, like on the side where leads to the BJ's, and um, it was just. It was just like a free for all. I mean, the line, the line to check out snaked all the way toward the back of the store. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, basically, the, the way I was able to find a lot, of, a lot of my stuff is toward the left. Like, I guess the employees go with like shopping carts and they go through the store and they they pick up like where people left the rice in the fucking toy aisle. Right. You know, people started moving shit. Remember how like mm-hmm. we were at the tower, the fucking classical CDs and wind up on the rock floor or whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> um, so all the employees go through that stuff and they start, you know, they put it in shopping carts and they had this like whole, like dozens of shopping carts that are just like in the corner on the left side of the store. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause I was going through, I was going through the aisles and going through the scows and I wasn't finding like a lot of like, Pasta, you know, being Italian, I need to have my pasta, um, <laughs> yep. you know, just dry beans. And like, I couldn't find rice. I couldn't find a lot of stuff. And I started going through those shopping carts. You find everything. Lo and behold, that's Boom. where I've been finding a lot of my stuff. <laughs> you do the like, dig. Everybody's not thinking about this shit. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You know? I was like, fuck it. Take a few, take a few just, minutes of digging around and you'll fucking score. Exactly. I'm just, I'm just kind of like you're hearing like Samuel Jackson, like, <laughs> look at a big grain John John, <laughs> you know. Oh shit! It's like I was finding everything. I was just like, so just start improvising, yeah. man. I mean, as long as, as long as the food, as long as the food is around, yeah, you know, people are gonna maintain. They're gonna, they're gonna maintain their cool. Yeah. As long as the food's around. I think once they start seeing one particular thing that's like fucking out and then it's like, oh my God. I mean, like the whole fucking thing with toilet paper still it baffles me. So I don't know who started that shit. Or like, a, a virus, we need shit tickets. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, uh, okay, whatever, man. Just, just, I mean. The same, yeah, you know. I went to the supermarket the other day and I had no problems fucking finding some stuff. I got some milk, you know, a few fucking things of this and that. But I'm like, uh, in the aisles, just bare. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. I mean, you see, like, all, all like, the overstock, like, yeah. all that stuff is just brought down. The aisles are bare and, like, the top shelves, it's all empty. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just all empty. It's like you can just see completely through. You know, it was weird because like before all this happened, you know, you go into an aisle and you'd be like, you'd be like, you know, 15 feet high, mm-hmm. and it would just be stocked, and you couldn't really see into the next aisle. Mm-hmm. Now it's not the case. You walk through the aisle and you look across, and you can see people in the next <laughs> aisle. It's like yeah. it's clear, it's empty. You know, Damn. Well, as, long, as long as the food, you know. Yeah, keep the phone coming. People are gonna be cool. And it's gonna start so. turning into fucking Thunderdome up in this motherfucker. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess so. at the end of the day, they gotta put all that, all those carts, and put all that shit back on the shelf somewhere and sort it all out. Like when we worked at Tower Records, fucking like at the end of the days, they got those baskets full of fucking CDs and random shit. I'm like, all right, here, go put this shit away. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. We had yeah, we had those baskets. Yeah. You know, like sorted yeah. where where what floor, what department uh-huh. needs to go to. And yeah. like, all right, take this out to classical. Yeah. Like, Let them handle right, that shit. Jazz. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we would just bring that shit up. Here you go, boom. Here you go, we were boom. Just glad. Jazz guys, classical. Yeah, we were just glad. Like, ah, sucks to be you. Here's your you lost children. Go put them away. <laughs> Yeah, you when know? I worked at the video store in, in New York, in, uh, down in uh, the village, it was the, kind of the same way when I did work <clears throat> the floor. It was, at the end of the day, put all the movies back, fucking organize them and stock them and shit like that. But, you know, then I transferred down to receiving, so I just, you know, eight to five, bye. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. But, yeah. That shit was the best. Oh, these are the times, man. Closing. Shit. The old Lincoln Center. Closing was for the birds, you know. Uh huh. So were you? I don't remember talking. Were you there till it closed? No, I actually, I actually went and I started working at um, Barnes and Noble. I, I jumped ship before it closed. Okay, yeah, that was that was me too. But... Yeah. Yeah, bounced in like two thousand. I jumped ship before it closed. I know. Mm-hmm. Was a fun yeah, time. I was actually, I was actually. You probably, were you, were you probably still there when nine eleven happened? Because I know I was already at Barnes and Noble. No, I was already out. I was already out. I was working at um, at uh, the the new Fourteenth Street um, Urban Outfitters. On Sixth oh, okay. Avenue, so that I mean, I was actually unloading a fucking truck when that whole shit went down. So it was like just right there in front of you. So I was like, "Holy shit!" There's fucking flames shooting out of the building. We thought they were like trying to f- like filming a movie or some shit, but yeah, it turned out to be even worse. So, but that's another topic to go into, and maybe another time. I'm just. No, oh, that yeah. was fucking definitely a fucking traumatic fucking uh, uh, thing to experience because I've never seen you know the aftermath. I've never seen New York, New York City, like the Lower East Side, like you know fucking East Side, West Side, like from 14th Street down, silence. I've never heard yeah. New York that quiet, but you know. Like uh, that right there. That's that's the whole another fucking episode, you know. Oh yeah, to, absolutely. We don't want to depress people now even more. You know, they're all fucking cooped up at home. So I'm just gonna fucking do some random fucking episodes and just throw them out there to give people content, something to listen to, you know, have fun with and <clears throat> bullshit, do some nonsense. So cool. Yeah, that's man. It's it. good to fucking uh, catch up with you and talk some shit, man. Likewise. Hell yeah. Likewise. Definitely. Thanks for uh, hanging out. All right, man. So you go get yourself some dinner and fucking go clean your gun. (laughs) Yeah, right. I clean mine. I clean my shotgun, man. I'm fucking ready for shit to go down. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking apocalypse. Here we go. Shit tickets. Fucking, they're going to be selling them shits. uh... Selling them shits in the corner. Yo, yo. Yo, got TV. Got TV. $100. $100. I know, right? <laughs> Somebody with like a trench coat and some hooks with some toilet paper. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Got yeah. that TP. <laughs> you want two plies? Yo, yo, ply? yo, this is, this is, yeah, I know. It'd be like, yo, this is the two ply. That guy in the corner selling that one ply shit. 
That's not what you want. You don't want that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Right on, This man. is that quilted. This is quilted northern. <laughs> this is top shelf. They start fucking... Top shelf stuff cut, right here. They start the, cutting yeah. the paper towel rolls in half. And <laughs> industrial, man. Got some brownie yeah. for your ass. <laughs> I know, right? Before you start using sandpaper, it's like going into the woodshed. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, the Russian toilet paper. That sandpaper. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah. Crazy. All right, brother, get out of here. You hold down the hold down the city for me, man. All right, not a problem. All right. Until you get back. Right on, and send me a list right, of some buddy, stuff to care. check out. Right. Absolutely. All right. Cheers, brother. All right. Bye. Later. Mm-hmm. Later. Bye. That was my boy Noto. We go back long, long time. He actually came out here some years back and uh, visited me, and uh, we hung out and just talked some shit. Let's go to give him a talk. So yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. Thanks for hanging out. Um, you know, we're just I'm just hanging and talking shit, and I'm just gonna give uh, people a random phone calls and just uh, shoot the shit because why not? Can't do shit anyway and go anywhere, so might as well. So if you got any topics that uh, you might want me to cover, hit me up. Um, I got the Instagram page, which is also the band page. Because the Bunker Club is also has been reactivated as a band. I got a new lineup. I'm actually going to try to get some of the guys, either all of them or some of them, to come down and uh, do an episode with me. And uh, we'll talk shit and uh, get their take on uh, doing this. I got some uh, some cool dudes this time around. And uh, it, it's coming along together. We got a show in June, June 19th. And... Um, I don't know if it's going to still happen, but I think we might uh, just, uh, if we do end up having some practices, we might uh, go ahead and fire up the old uh, uh, Facebook live cam and just, you know, have you join us that way. And, uh, you well, know, just kick back and bullshit. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's about it. I'm just going to, I don't know, go have another fucking cold PBR. And uh, see how the rest of the day goes. You guys stay safe. And, uh, you know, don't fight for the shit tickets. All right. Later. <laughs>